It's not about outward restrictions. There is a, there isn't a list of you can't wear that, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. But we also have to be mindful that the way that we dress is also connected to our heart's posture. The way that we present ourselves is connected to how we think about ourselves and how we want people to think about us. And to be completely honest, for those people that are struggling with this, ask God to help you. Happy, wonderful Wednesday, you rays of sunshine, you. I am so excited that we are all back together again in this place on Spotify, on Apple Music, wherever you are streaming this from. This is a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed every single week. And I am delighted to have you back once again. Every single week here on Create with Kendra, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur businessman or woman for doing what they do absolutely best and just black excellence as it shines so effervescently okay um this week's black spotlight is going to go to miss Nikayla Roberts. Nikayla is a self-taught makeup artist who is located in South Florida. Not only does she gives a good beat, honey, but she also has a YouTube channel where she shares Christian content, her testimony, and beauty videos as well. To keep up with Miss Nikayla, follow her at Nikayla Alexia, M-U-A, and subscribe to her YouTube channel. Let's check her out. She is just a lovely person. I'm telling you, you will not regret scrolling through and checking out her channel. So let's support her today. For those that are new to this show, let me tell you, you in the right place. Okay, this is such a lit community. It's such a positive place to be in and just to be able to share such great energy and prayers and support with one another it has definitely been a help to me. And I know it has been a help to other people um, sharing this space. So if you are someone that has a topic of discussion that you want to hear on this show, or if you have any questions that have gone unanswered for a while, I can do my very best um, by taking it to the word of God. Um, that being said, if that's you and you want to engage in some sort of conversation here in this space, you can head on over to www.unassociated.com slash Kendra. And hey, maybe your submission could be featured on an upcoming episode. Just like today. Today, we're going to go into a question that was sent in and this um, I'm excited about it. <laughs> I'm excited slash nervous because it's it's very nuanced. There is a lot of um a lot about into it, you know, just just a just a lot of different layers, a lot of different levels, right? But before we get into that, um, I do want to read the question so we know what we're gonna be talking about today. So this submission was sent and it reads Throughout the course of my life, I have definitely struggled 
to be modest in the way that I dressed and care for myself. Do you have any tips and advice for someone who wants to dress modestly and have a pure heart? Okay, so I am just super excited about this question. Um, And this is something that a lot of people may struggle with, but won't speak about is what it means to be modest. And I know modesty has a negative connotation. Some people may feel like the term modesty or what it means to be modest um, extinguishes people's expression or it, it quiets people's ability to show off their body and that modesty isn't body positive or, you know, it isn't, you know, the new way or the way that people should feel accepted. But I, I my prayer is that after this episode, um, that our eyes are open to a new perspective. Our ears are um, tuned in to listen to what other women have to say. And when I got this question, I knew that I couldn't tackle it by myself. I just know because there are so many different women um, that have an experience to what it, or a definition to what it means to be modest. So what I did was I reached out to a couple women um, from different generations, right? So I reached out to, some some Gen X and I reached out to some millennials and I reached out to some um, baby boomers just to get perspective as to what modesty has been um, throughout generations, right? Um, but one thing that I did come across was there was a consistency in the responses. So we're going to um, integrate some of those responses and I'll let you know who's, you know, was it mine or was it somebody else's in this conversation? I'm really excited about what this is going to be. <laughs> I don't know, but I am here for the ride just like you all. So modesty, like I said just a moment ago, it's so nuanced and it really just depends on the definition of modesty when it comes to different cultures, when it comes to different places, occasions, and who you're speaking with, what person comes from what generation and how do they define modesty um particularly for those that are listening to this that grew up in the church oh, i'm giving you the eye you see my eye <laughs> they grew up in the church there is there was a i want to say was but there still kind of is um a criteria that is pushed a criteria and a narrative of what modesty should be that is oftentimes pushed solely on women now I ain't gonna get too deep in that right um but it's something that is all always just like shoved down the woman's throat like you have to cover up your collarbone you can't show your elbows and you can't show your 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 kneecaps or you have to have on stockings you can't wear red nail polish you can't put on makeup it's just like extreme right um can't have elaborate hairstyles. It has to be super standard and basic. Nothing wrong with standard and basic. It definitely gets you through. But I'm saying like there is no room for feminine expression, right? And 
That is something that's always been enforced in some denominations, in some um, households or families or different groups, right? So we also have to think about the culture. Uh, we also have to think about the place and the occasion and who we're speaking to. Um, I asked a couple of women, like, what what does this whole modesty thing means? And um, someone mentioned that it's for them being modest is not overly sexualizing themselves to the point to where they are stimulating <laughs> every pair of male eyes that comes across. Right. And, um, another person that spoke to it said that it's simply just not being extreme, not expressive, not creative, but just extreme. So this is that this, this is, um, another person's response to what modesty is, right? Um, But as we go and have this conversation, I want folks that are pondering this question, I want to respond to this question with another question, which is, how did you identify that modesty was a struggle in your life? How did that come about? Was it the fact that you were getting a certain certain attention from men that you realize that the way that I dress and the way that I care for myself is 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 causing some attention that I don't want. Is it attention from people that you receive that you think is judgmental? Like what sparked in you like modesty is something that I, I need to really hone in on. So that's just something to think about. Um, And when we talk about modesty, I don't want to just limit the conversation or the term to just clothes, just to apparel. I want to also link it to intention. I want to link it to what are we expecting out of our expression. I also want to link it to what our heart condition and our heart's posture is when we express ourselves in a certain way, right? So um, one thing is for sure, clothes speak. They speak. When you go to the beach, what you wear? A swimsuit. If it's 30 degrees outside, would you wear a sweatshirt, a coat, and some boots, okay? If you if you are going to the gym, you wear your, well, you know, for women, wear your sports bra, your leggings, and some tennis shoes. Your dress and what you wear speaks. If someone is wearing polka dots and, and bright colors and geometric shapes and you know, all um, these bright colors and stuff, they may love art. (laughs) They may love colors and playing with patterns and so many different things. So dressing can be fun. It can be expressive and I'm not knocking knocking it. But what I'm saying is what does your outfit convey? What does it convey? And also... Honestly, when I get dressed up, besides going to the grocery store, you know, I want to look good. 
Kendra's edges want to be laid. My clothes, I want to be ironed. I want stuff to be color coordinated. Okay. I want my jewelry to match my shoe. I like, I, I want to, I want to put that thing together. Right. And so when I do it, not only am I doing it for me, but subconsciously I'm doing it with the, with the, um, in, I don't want to say intention, but uh, here we go. I'm doing it with the possibility of receiving a compliment and being okay with it. You know what I'm saying? You done bought yourself a new pair of Jordans, okay? You, you sporting them things. And if somebody compliments your shoes, you're going to receive it. Okay? If somebody compliments that snake skin top, you're going to receive it. So who are we seeking validation from? And I know there are some people that are going to be fighting me on this. Like, I can dress what I want to dress in and I can wear what I want to wear. And can't nobody stop me? Well, sis, if that is a brother, if that is your prerogative, I ain't going to fight you on it. I can't. I ain't going to fight nobody that's convinced. But a conversation as such also causes for maturity. You can't like being mature and be and being realistic. I asked um, a young lady what her definition of modesty was, and when it comes to dressing and clothes, and she said, "You know what? You have to be realistic. There are different body shapes." This particular particular young woman was very curvaceous. She said, "Kendra, I can't wear." an outfit that some that some that someone would wear that is much smaller than me because it's going to translate differently it may look cute on her but it's going to look voluptuous on me and it's nothing wrong with that but is it extreme is it extreme and this is what she said and i thought that was really interesting very interesting there are some things that i think it's really cute on people but kendra cannot get up in that can, can I squeeze up in that? Because <laughs> one message from one body type to another is going to say a completely different thing. So who are we seeking validation from? Who are we dressing for subconsciously? Because if you receive that compliment, you're going to receive it. But who is giving it to you? And what are they saying? Is it men that... that are, um, that see you and over sexualize you in their mind? Is it women that say, I want to be and dress just like her? Like, what is it? Now, some, you know, some folks may, may be saying, No, Kendra, you, what you saying now? I can't show no skin. That ain't what I'm saying. Because me, I love a good little collarbone. Put me some. Put me some baby oil on, a little glitter. I love to show my chocolate skin, okay? I love the, I love the little off the shoulder. That's my style. I love, you know, I, I don't mind showing skin, but I'm not going to show <laughs> what, what's everything. Some things should be kept a secret. There is a thing as overexposure. I'm not saying you can't wear no V-neck. I wear a good V-neck too, but it ain't all the way down to where if I sneeze, I ain't going to finish the rest of that sentence, but you know what I'm saying. What messages are we sending 
What is it? And I love personally, I am a curvaceous woman. And I love wearing clothes that are complimentary to my body. Complimentary is one thing, but inviting is a whole nother. When you wear your clothes and it compliments, it says, look, but don't touch. It says, admire, but stay over there. Inviting, on the other hand, when I turn that, that, that vow of extreme um, ness up, says, oh, I can invite different conversations. I can invite people or spectators a little bit closer, depending on what I'm dressing in. So we have to be wise about it, have to be wise about it. And um, when it comes to complimenting, you know, your body does not mean it has to be extreme. One of the young ladies that um, responded to the question, she said she has this tip called um, the teeter-totter rule. And she says, if I show um, a little bit more leg, I cover up more at the top. Or if I show a little um, a little more up top, I cover up down at the bottom, right? Let's say if I wear a V-neck spaghetti strap, I don't even, I don't even <laughs> a crop top, right? I'll have like a flowy skirt at the bottom. Ain't nothing wrong with a little midriff. Ain't nothing wrong with a little shoulder. But it has. We have to learn how to grow in maturity. When it comes to discretion in the way that we dress. Now, this ain't for folks that ain't ready to, <laughs> to you know, if, if you ain't in that space, then you just ain't there. But if you're saying, you know what, the attention I've been getting with the way I've been dressing, I don't really like it. I don't really want it. And I want to change it up. There are ways to do it. And I thought that teeter-totter rule was excellent because it's called a balance. It's a balance. And it's also being mindful of the messages and the allowance that we give people to respond to us Um, in ways of respect. If it's disrespect, we get to choose that. We get to choose it. And I'm not saying that we are responsible for people's actions. That's not what I'm saying. Not at all. Um, Let's see. We are going to kind of slide into what it means to honor God in our dress. And like I said earlier, God is not asking us to wear a turtleneck a long skirt, gloves, and a hat year-round. He's not. He's not saying you can't put on your fancy lip gloss because I got mine on right now. Okay? Here she is. He's not saying that you can't put on your bracelets. He can't. It's, it's, that's, it's, it's not about, like, the outward um, how do I say this? It's not about outward restrictions. There is 
there isn't a list of you can't wear that, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. But we also have to be mindful that the way that we dress is also connected to our heart's posture. The way that we present ourselves is connected to how we think about ourselves and how we want people to think about us. And to be completely honest, for those people that are struggling with this, ask God to help you. I know that sounds silly. Lord, help you, help me dress. But let me tell you, he'll help you. He'll give you wisdom. When you put on clothes, and, it, and it's, it's happened to me. I put on something I thought I was going to push the envelope, push it a little bit, right? And God was like, I didn't, that's, that's not you. That's not you. And it, it really does help when you are receptive to the Holy Spirit and God will speak to you and God will show you what is, what is honorable for you. Because at the end of the day, being modest, is not about portraying a certain type of woman, but it's also more importantly, honoring your body honoring yourself and teaching people how to respond and honor it as well. I grew up, (laughs) I grew up in a very strict household where you ain't showing it, not a thing. My mama didn't let me wear, I I didn't wear leggings as a, a bottom until I turned 18 years old. We couldn't wear two-piece swimsuits. It was it was it was one of them. Like we was dressed like little old church ladies, and I didn't like it. And I was like, I'm not gonna do that, you know. When I get good and grown, and I did not go to the extreme. I didn't go from being extremely modest or quote unquote modest. I'm not even gonna say modest, but like extremely covered up to extremely exposed. I didn't do that, but. But because I I didn't really, not really like, I did not like (laughs) uh, how I was told to dress when I was younger, I developed what it meant for me to, but I appreciated um, the principle of it, okay? I took the same principle and was like, I'm going to scratch them clothes, but I'm also going, I'm going to learn what it means to honor myself, honor how I clothe my body. Um, while in the same breath appreciating what God gave me. Now, I, I got a sleeveless top on right now. I'm still cute. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be one extreme or the other. But ask God to really help and coach and lead you. And this was a tip from a mentor um, that I asked the same question to. She said, look to be sweet and lovely until the world sees a difference. There are a lot of hot girls summer (laughs) out there, okay? There are a lot of people that want to call attention to what their body can bring. But you choose to be sweet in your dress. You choose to be lovely in in the way that you adorn yourself. And watch until the world sees that there is a difference. Because you can still be fly. You can still be cute. 
you can still have it going on with integrity, with honor, and with representing Christ. You can. You don't have to be boring with it. You can be creative. You can be lovely. It's totally possible. It's not a black and white situation. Like I said earlier, it's, it, there's so many levels. There's so many different conversations. And and I think like this, even this episode is just barely touching the, the surface. I want to bring some women on so we can do a part two to this. Yep. I'm saying that so I can hold myself responsible. We're going to bring some women on. Um, and we're going to pick this one back up. But... um. Definitely. I just I just thought that was that was a perfect response. What it means to be sweet and, and lovely in your dress. And it doesn't have to be extreme. It does not. Um it's not about the outward appearance. It's not. First Peter. I think this is the New Living Translation. Yes, this is the New Living Translation. Y'all grab your Bibles, your Bible apps, whatever you got. Um, we're going to go to First Peter chapter 3, um, verses 3 through 4. And it says, don't be concerned with our beauty or fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, um, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourself instead with beauty that comes from within the unfading beauty and the gentle quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. Your heart, the beauty that God placed inside of you will, it, it, it literally starts from the inside. I know it sounds sappy. It is, but it really starts from the inside. What is inside will come out. So we are asking ourselves, are we clothing ourselves with the beauty of God on the inside? Because that's unfading, right? That's unfading. And even in that process, then God will begin to show you what it means to dress. And God will begin to show you what it means to um, to honor yourself in that. So I really hope that this was helpful helpful for some women that were seeking answers to what it means to be modest in all of the different complexities and what that even means. And to really be more focused on what it means to honor yourself, to honor God all at the same time while expressing yourself through your apparel. So I hope this was, you know, helpful to somebody. Um, um, we are going to close in prayer. With all hearts and minds clear, Father, we thank you so much for who you are, your goodness, your grace, God, even the moments that you teach us what it means to be an ambassador, to be a representative of you. God, I'm praying for every single woman that is listening to this episode right now that you teach them what it means to be godly and modest and holy and that you can give them inspiration that they don't have to to dress to the extreme level of covering and extinguishing their expression through clothes but god i pray that they learn how to honor themselves how to honor you and what they dress in god i pray that you create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit and that 
the attention that we want no lo- no longer lies in the valid validation of man but the validation of the holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen all right y'all that was fun It was fun. It's always a pleasure to come and to speak with you all. If you want a part two, or if you have a a leading question off of this question, y'all hit me up. Head on over to www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra. Or if you want to keep up with me, head on over to Instagram and follow your girl at underscore create with Kendra. That is create with a K. And until next time, beautiful people, I love y'all so much. Ain't nothing you can do about it. All right. Be blessed.